Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for May 15th. In the year of our Lord, 2021, this is our one of two. And our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. You know what? A lot of broadcasters are live Monday through Friday. We hit hard. We're live Monday through Saturday, two hours a day on the Sabbath. We rest. How do you like that? And uh, there's a lot going on. I'll tell you what, right now. I am with Sheriff Richard Mack, and uh, we are on the road traveling, and we've got a lot <clears throat> to cover. First, the recap of yesterday's broadcast. Let's start there. There's so much to co- cover in the show. We started out with a, a gentleman by the name of Chris Carlson, and we had the discussion of all things liberty. Senate document from 1936 explains a lot about why Americans are so sick. It talks about food supplements. It talks about the World uh, Codex. talks about all kinds of stuff related to the depleted soil and a whole lot more. And basically the bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, is we are sick, intentionally so, by those who want to make us sick, who want us to be uh, weak and nutrient deficient, etc. You can say we're crazy, but a 1936 document literally doubles down and explains it. It's called document S-264, meaning Senate document 264. Check that out if you're interested. But we talked about these solutions. We must rebuild our soils. That's kind of the key, folks, to rebuild our soil. Um, We need to just replace the minerals we've taken out. It sounds like it's hard to do, but it's actually really simple, and it's not too expensive. Therein lies the shortcut to better health and healing for all of us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know what? We should do it nationally, but it's going to be hard. But individually, we can do it. We can grow our own vegetables. And, uh, you know, that gardening stuff does matter. Back in the day, they had victory gardens. In our day, we ought to have a whole lot more than victory gardens. We ought to have uh, freedom gardens, if you will. We also talked about conscientious objectors. A big article in Joel Skousen's World Affairs Brief highlighted this as well. And the summation is this. Conscientious objectors better be prepared to accept certain restrictions on our freedoms because or on account of this COVID cult of conformity, if you will. The media and the federal government are pushing corporations to do their bidding for national vaccine passports. There's been research studies done, one by Arizona State University, in fact, that said 60% of businesses will be mandating vaccinations. So beware of that reality check. And so you've got a trifecta. You've got big business in bed with big government, in bed with big pharma to literally force you to take vaccines, folks. It is dangerous. And the media and the federal government are pushing this narrative like no other. 
We also talked about Joe Biden, quote, here's his quote, get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. I mean, just disaster, right? Concerning to say the least with statements like that. Because on one hand, they say we're not forcing you to get vaccines. On the other hand, I guess you got choice A until you get choice B done. Uh, or what? You got choice B until you get choice A done? Is that how it works? What about choice C? Not on the table, huh? We also asked, you know what? What what businesses are taking the lead in the COVID vax force plan? And the answer is airlines. And the answer is cruises. Will cruises be back in 2021, you might ask? And if so, will vaccines be mandatory? That was hour one of Liberty Roundtable Live. Hour two, our guest, Dr. Scott Bradley, was with us. Freedomsrisingsun.com, his website. And we talked about inflation rears its ugly head. Cars to groceries, prices are skyrocketing. I'm telling you right now, it's crazy indeed, but you could have expected it, right? Why is it hard to stop inflation, you might ask? I submit to you two reasons. One, when you go to a fake money system, inflation is just part of the deal. Because the greedy people print more money. When more money is in existence, the more, what, supply there is for something. And if it even exceeds or starts to, you know, border on exceeding demand because everybody has plenty, then it becomes worth less and less and less so it's hard to stop inflation because fake money creates inflation by its very nature. And it's hard to stop inflation when you go to a fiat money system. We talked about uh, there's too many winners in an f- inflationary system. But the problem is it's the winners who want to control you and your life. We also talked about the pipeline fiasco. They say terrorists hit them with a malware ransomware attack, which is all true. The gas in the southeast, over $10 a gallon in some places and more. And I guess here's the deal. When they got shut down with the ransomware, the pipeline actually paid the ransom. I think this was a huge mistake. Nevertheless, the pipeline is said to have paid $5 million in Bitcoin to hackers. And they say the payment cleared the way for gas to get back online. But it risks emboldening other criminal groups that will take American businesses hostage by seizing control of their computers. No doubt about that. I think it was an absolute mistake. Nevertheless, gas lines will be up and running and the shortages will be short-lived. But you got to question who are they going to attack next now that we've emboldened them. Uh, Despite the gains, the origin of the COVID-19 outbreak is unknown. Now, here's what's funny. USA Today says the outbreak is unknown. We don't know what caused it, right? Which is fine. But how come if I say it was created by a Wuhan lab and that the United States funded the Wuhan Chinese lab so the United States and the Chinese in their experiments let their experiments run wild and run amok and, well, it was man-made, they say that's a conspiracy theory. You're crazy. You can't say that. That if they say, no, it came from an animal to human transmission via these, quote, wet markets in China, then they say that's a credible statement but the problem is folks they just admitted despite the gains the origin of the coronavirus is still unknown how can one theory be credible and acceptable and legitimate and the other one not when we don't know see it seems to me like if we don't know we should have all discussions on the table until we do know all right ladies and gentlemen you heard the uh, um, cdc announcement you can drop mask mandates for all vaccinated people 
Yeah. The problem is that announcement comes after the CDC got caught lying. Yeah. They said if you're outdoors, there's like a 10%. Yeah. The chance of catching COVID-19 outdoors, they say, was less than 10%. The problem is they lied. It's actually less than 1%, maybe even less than 0.1%. The New York Times comes out with that report. Interesting indeed. But now they say, well, you don't have to wear masks anywhere if you're vaccinated. The problem with that whole statement, Joe Biden issued an ultimatum to Americans after the CDC eased the restrictions. The rule is now simple. Get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. But here's the problem with Joe. If the people that don't have vaccines, do they have to wear a mask? Oh, absolutely. What about the people that don't have, or that do have vaccines? Well, they don't need to anymore. How do you know who are the vaxxed and unvaxxed are? There's where the fly is in the ointment, ladies and gentlemen, and where they're starting to force vaccinations. Delta Airlines, for example, will require new employees to get the COVID vaccine, CEO says. Current employees don't have to because they, are, they say that already 60% of them are already vaccinated. So you know what? You will comply. Under the American Rescue Plan Act, I don't know if you've ever even heard of this, employers with 500 or fewer employees can receive payroll tax credits now for paid time off. For two reasons. One, to go get vaccinated, and two, to deal with the potential side effects of vaccinations. That's where the vaccinations are safe and effective. They're so sure they're going to get you a tax break to, get, to recover. I get it. Or don't I? That's a recap of the broadcast that took place yesterday. Two hours of hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. If you like what you hear, donate liberally to libertyroundtable.com or lovingliberty.net. Spread the word. Tell your neighbor. By the way, we've upgraded our iPhone and Android phone apps on LovingLiberty.net as well. Check that out, would you please? All right, that's a recap. Without further ado, news the network refused to use today starts now. The good Sheriff Richard Mack with me. We're both on the road together in, where are we, Doc? Uh, Sheriff? Battle Mountain, Nevada, uh, Lander County. Lander County, Nevada. The city that we're in is Battle Mountain. There's an event we're going to. Thank heavens it's not in Marcy Park. We want to stay alive. You know what I'm talking about? And uh, it is in, what's that park called? Elquist Park? Elquist Park. Yep. Beautiful. So there's a um, there's a big event going on at Elquist Park today. Proceedings kick off at noon. We recommend getting there a little bit early. Is it free for attendance, Sheriff? It is, right? Yeah, everybody can go, everybody. And there's a lot of people coming from all over the place. There's a group from California that came in. There's uh, several people that have come in from Reno. Uh, Obviously, at least one of us from Arizona. (laughs) And I think there'd be more. And then Utah is represented. So I think there's going to be a big contingency. We know there's other states represented as well. We'll get to it, talk about it, talk what we're doing and why here in seconds. We've got a lot to cover, man. We've got to talk about Richard Mack's bus tour. Well, he's got a couple of bus tours coming up. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Can a nation conceived in liberty 
carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? As a physician, I have looked into the eyes of one-pound babies. I have cradled their small bodies in the palm of one hand. I defy those who are careless, who would disregard life and look at these tiny little miracles and say, we're not going to protect that. But I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Richard Mack on your radio. CSPOA.org is the good sheriff's website. That stands for the Constitutional Sheriff's and Peace Officers Association. CSPOA. And uh, we're talking about the fact that we're both on the road in Nevada, Lander County, Nevada. There's an event going on here at Elquist Park starting at noon today. People are coming from all over the place. It's free. It'll be outdoors at the park. It'll be a beautiful, beautiful day. And there's a lot of speakers. It looks like Richard Mack is speaking. Uh, There's a good chance they want me to speak as well. So we'll be doing that. We're covering it live on the radio today. But let's let the good sheriff set up the history of this. Why are we here, Sheriff? Well, <laughs> uh, that's absolutely uh, miraculous. Uh, it's been a miracle. Uh, about two months ago, uh, Bert Ramos called me, and uh, I had a hard time understanding what he was talking about because I guess <clears throat> it was something that I just never thought of, and uh, I guess we should have. But... Um, he said they wanted to make Lander County a member of the CSPOA. And I said, you mean you want all your people to become members? And, you know, we send them all a pamphlet and a membership form and get them on the website and have them uh, try to become members? And he goes, no. Um, the sheriff and I have talked about this, of just making Lander County uh, a member of the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. And I said, how did you do that? And he said, the county commissioners voted unanimously to do it. And I, 
I said, how many do you have? And he said, five. And he said, I said, they all voted to do this? And he said, yes. We want to make uh, our county a constitutional county. We want to be a free county. We want to enforce liberty. We want to be part of the Bill of Rights, uh, the preservation of the Bill of Rights. And we want the people of this county to know that we are serious about the liberty issues facing us today. And I was just floored. Uh, I couldn't believe it. Uh, I was thrilled. In fact, I thought it was too good to be true. And every time he called me or emailed me, I thought he was going to be saying, oh, we changed our mind. We heard that you guys are a bunch of radicals or something. But they did their homework on us before they ever made this decision, obviously. And he told me that. And every time he called, he was just. Which, by the way, let me let me interrupt for the naysayers for a minute. Right. This is really important to understand. They did their homework on us on the CSPOA. I say us because uh, I'm the operations manager for the CSPOA. Uh, Sheriff Richard Mack is the president of the CSPOA. Uh, So there's a few of us that are in, in, in unique positions and heavily involved in the organization. And you know what? We get a bad rap. But every time it turns out that we're doing the right thing. They don't like that. They don't know how to handle that. But uh, so these guys did their homework and they discovered that they discovered that we're not radical, that we don't do extreme things. We do stand up for the Constitution. We do not promote violence. We do promote peaceful solutions. And we believe the county sheriff, which uh, is Richard Mack's book, the county sheriff, America's last hope is one of the great last hopes for our country. Uh, because it doesn't take a radical approach of pick up your gun or a radical approach of everybody and their dog can be on their own grand jury and indict everybody or whatever. We literally look to the proper role of elected government officials at one of the most local jurisdictional, um, what do you want to call it, jurisdictions, I, I guess jurisdictionally, one of the most local mm-hmm. jurisdictions for guidance in this. And it's obvious that Americans should understand if you look to your most local government entities, which really would be a county and the county sheriff, that's an elected official. You can't look at cities oftentimes because they have appointed officials, not the same, let's be clear. So we look at the lowest, most local jurisdiction we can to say, hey, let's start working on restoring the republic there. Now that is the most logical, sane, clear, concise, responsible thing that Americans could, could make to say, we're gonna look locally for the answers, We're going to get involved. We're going to work with our local elected people to do so. And uh, then they say, well, you guys claim this sheriff is like a god in his county. He can do anything he wants. False. That's a lie. Stop already. Let's talk about the truth. We do agree that the top executive in a county is the sheriff. um, And we do believe that there are checks and balances. There's the county commission, sometimes called different names, but a similar position, if you will. That's equivalent to the legislative body. The sheriff is equivalent to the executive, equivalent to a governor, or equivalent to the president of the United States in his county. And then you look at the commissioners that are legislatively, and then you look at the district attorney, who would be the judicial branch, if you will. And there's all the checks and balances right on down to the county level. And we're not saying the sheriff is a king. He has checks and balances, but he is elected. He does represent the people. He's the most local, legitimate form of government that we can work with on a county-by-county basis. There's 3,000 counties about in America, and that's the place to start. And that's the most rational place to start. And we don't believe that, that the sheriff is a, is a kingmaker, but we do believe the sheriff has extreme ability to protect and defend his people in his county because they elected him to do so. 
Anyway, I digress a little bit, Sheriff, but I want to summarize that because if the FBI or any big media people are listening, I want them to clearly understand what we are saying and what we are not saying and why. Because when you do that, you start to understand the proper role of constitutional government. And it starts with a constitutional sheriff, America's last hope, sir. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that saying before. Uh, yeah, it is. And, I, and I'm uh, glad of the perspective you just put it, put it all in. And <clears throat> I, I think that, uh, uh, and you touched on this just a little bit, but I think we need to start, and what I'm going to start with is who, what the CSPOA is not. And uh, we certainly are not racist. And, and I find that remarkable because uh, I'm even thinking about comparing that to uh, Joe Biden. Uh, you see, we would, we would have kicked out Senator Robert Byrd from being a member of the CSPOA. If he had become one online and we noticed it, we would have, we would have kicked him out. Well, we do not support people uh, who have fought and against civil rights. We would not accept people who have been racist almost their entire lives and then get elected somehow to the United States Congress and then is best friends with Joe Biden. And Joe Biden said what a great man he was. You see, we do not accept any racist organization. We do not uh, accept the KKK or what they stand for. We are totally for equality for all mankind. We are totally for uh, being equal under the law. We assail the Supreme Court for suggesting that we are separate but equal in Plessy versus Ferguson. That What a ridiculous and stupid ruling they came up with. Oh, yeah, we're all equal, but it's okay to be separate. And we lived under that for 55 years because of a stupid, out-of-control, ignorant Supreme Court. And when the Supreme Court is wrong, and obviously wrong, the states should have stopped it. And that is exactly what we preach. And we have, <clears throat> since you and I have known each other, we have assailed racism at every turn. And yet, one, some lady was talking to, um, I think it was the county manager here in Lander County, said, oh, I saw on the Internet where they support the KKK or blah, blah, blah. And, and my response and, is, have you lost your mind? Yeah, exactly. And, and that's exactly what uh, Mr. Ramos said. He said there's, there's all sorts of lies about uh, good organizations on the Internet uh, and uh, we have also determined that that was a lie. They didn't even need to call me about that. They already knew it was a lie. And and so uh, we have at the CSPOA maintained a stand against violence, a stand against racism, a stand against bigotry, and a stand against corrupt politicians and corruption in public service. We have taken a strong stand against human trafficking and sexual abuse of children and exploitation of children. And, and really yet, of anyone, right? Well, yes, true. Human trafficking is everybody, and, and then specifically children used for uh, such purposes. Cannot believe that that exists in the world, but it does. And I cannot believe that we're not getting a lot more traction from our politicians 
especially in Washington, D.C., to try to stop this satanic uh, uh, practice. And, uh, now, with all I, of these I, abuses, I Sheriff, it's, it's worthy, with all these different uh, negatives that we stand against, if you will, um, mm-hmm. it's worth saying a statement and a question. The statement, we are all God's children. The question, when are we going to start acting like it? That's how we roll, ladies and gentlemen. Let the media and the FBI and everybody else take that home and ponder of what we're not. Let's talk about what we are. CSPOA.org. To learn more, you are listening to Liberty Roundtable live from Lander County, Nevada. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Mike Fortier. Republicans working on another infrastructure plan. President Biden asking GOP lawmakers to present a plan by Tuesday. This would be the GOP's second counteroffer to Biden's $4 trillion plan. Liz Cheney continuing her criticism of former President Trump. Her repeated criticism of Trump leading to her removal this week as GOP House Conference Chair, the number three position among House Republicans. The Wyoming Congresswoman recently telling ABC News Trump's fraud claims about the 2020 election are dangerous. We have to recognize uh, what it means for the nation to have uh, a former president who uh, has not conceded and who continues to suggest that our electoral system cannot function, cannot do the will of the people. Uh, to, to cause that kind of questioning uh, about our process, I won't be part of that. Cheney also says she regrets voting for Trump in last year's election. The full interview will air Sunday in ABC's This Week. This is USA Radio News. Maybe you've heard about MediShare and you know what it is. It's the affordable alternative to health insurance. But you've wondered, can I really save a significant amount of money on my monthly health care bills? And the answer is an emphatic, yes, you can. You can save a lot of money, whether it's just for you or for an entire family, MediShare has an option for you. In fact, the typical family saves $500 a month switching to MediShare. And it really is the gold standard when it comes to healthcare sharing. You get free telehealth services. You get a huge network of doctors. You get great customer support. And you get the sense of security that comes from being a part of 400,000 people who share not just each other's medical bills, but purpose, too. MediShare is a community of Christians who pull together and pray for each other, which is very refreshing right now. If you want more info, it's so simple. You can get a price within two minutes. Call 844-34-BIBLE. That's 844-34-BIBLE. 844-34-BIBLE. More companies lifting mask mandates for customers. Public supermarkets no longer requiring masks starting today. Walmart, Costco, Sam's Club, and Trader Joe's also lifting mandates. Masks will still be required, though, or mandated by state or local governments. Meanwhile, more proof out Friday that COVID vaccines work. A new CDC study shows the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines would be 94% effective at preventing symptoms from developing. The White House dealing with concerns over the economy. A University of Michigan study out Friday shows consumer sentiment down this month to a three-month low. Inflation thought to be one reason for the negative outlook after a rise in the consumer price index. White House economic advisor Cecilia Rouse, though, says rising prices can be misleading. So those prices are increasing because we were at unusual lows because of the pandemic. They are rebounding as the economy starts to heal. But many of those sectors are actually not even back to where they were before. That Michigan study also finds consumers are more pessimistic about their economic situation now and in the future than they have been in over a decade. This is USA Radio News. 
All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Richard Mack, live from Lander County, Nevada. Battle Mountain is what they call it. We're praying we don't have a battle today. We're praying for peace and productivity and a beautiful sunny day. We're also praying for families to join us and public officials to join us and for it to be an absolute, transparent, peaceful event, full of education, full of unity. Uh, We may not agree on everything, but we can agree to disagree agreeably. We may not have unity on everything, but we certainly can have civility at the least but hoping for unity, unity around the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. After all, this is the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. We're talking about CSPUA.org. Become a member today. I'm a lifetime member and highly recommend you become one as well. Uh, but anyway, so that's what we're not. We're not racist. We're not bigoted. We're not. An- One of the things they also claim is we're anti-government. I submit to you that we are anti-unconstitutional government for sure. We are anti-government corruption for sure. But we are pro the proper role of constitutional government. Our name even articulates that. And everything we do looks towards the people and government working together to obey the supreme law of the land, to carry out the checks and balances and the traditions of our founding fathers. That's who we are. They give us a bad rap. But ladies and gentlemen, a real study of our efforts, of our speeches, of our claims, uh, will bear real fruit when it comes to an understanding of the proper role of government and a peaceful way forward to restore the republic. And really the whole point is for government officials to obey the law just like everybody else, and most importantly for those whom we elect to keep their oaths of office. Really, the CSPA was founded around the oath, wasn't it, Sheriff? Yeah, it really was. It was uh, born on that. Uh, My first book um, uh, talks about that, the oath of office. Uh, In the very end, from my cold dead fingers, there's a letter from me to all law enforcement about the oath. And then in 1999, I wrote The Proper Role of Law Enforcement. That was all about how we keep our oath of office. And then, obviously, the CSPOA was born out of uh, my successful lawsuit against the Clinton administration. And so you put all that together, and yes, you have the birth of CSPOA. Oh, but Sam, i got to correct you on something. Um, I don't know who your weatherman is, but it's, it's raining outside right now. It's raining. Oh, I said so, we were praying for a sunny day. <laughs> well, it's supposed. To, this is supposed to clear up, and yes, it's still a beautiful day right now. It looks really neat. It's a little bit cooler, obviously, because of the rain. And uh, but this is all going to clear up in a couple hours, and so yes, it's going to be a great, beautiful day. A lot of sunshine still for our event. And, all right, and now you event, mentioned a guy by the name of. <clears throat> wait, this event is is really a celebration of liberty. Yes, it is. All right. So the the man you mentioned, Mr. Ramos, explain who he is. Give everybody kind of an idea. Well, uh, he's the county manager uh, for the uh, county of Lander in Nevada. And uh, the place this is located is uh, about halfway between Reno and Salt Lake City on I-80 as you go due west from Salt Lake City uh, to Reno. And so, but Bert Ramos, um, I spoke in Reno about, I don't know, two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago. And, um, 
he was there. He came to it. And that was the first time he and I had met in person. We talked a lot on the phone and texts and emails. And uh, he came he came there specifically to, to meet me and talk about this event and, and to hear me speak and, and to get to know me better. And it was a, a great meeting. And I, I absolutely love his attitude uh, towards liberty. He's still still talking about how uh, he can make this a free county for the people that live here. And obviously he works for the five uh, county commissioners. So you have to uh, presuppose that they have directed him in, in to move in this direction. And uh, I think this is just outstanding. Uh, you know, this is a place kind of in the middle of nowhere, but, you know, it's an hour, maybe 50 minutes from Elko, a couple hours to Reno. <clears throat> so you can get to some really neat places uh, really quickly. But as far as this place, uh, it's a quiet, small town, not a lot going on here. Uh, and people that want to really have the attitude, we want to be left alone here. We live here because we want to. This is our home. We want to be left alone. So because of that attitude, some people uh, are really a little bit hesitant about supporting this rally. They don't know exactly what it is. They know a lot of us are coming in from out of town to participate and be a part of it. They're a little bit leery of that, and perhaps rightfully so, because they don't really know us, and they really don't know what to expect today. But as you and I explained to the lady who checked us into the hotel, uh, it's just a celebration of liberty. We just want to celebrate with you guys uh, your decision to become a constitutional county. And and we think that that is the greatest answer and solution for what's going on in our country today. And we're proud that you uh, have become the first county to really make this huge step. All right, now it's my turn to correct you, Sheriff. You ready? Yeah. You said this is a quiet place where not a whole lot's going on. Well, that was true <laughs> until today, sir. Now one of the most historic events in the United States history is going on, my friend, and we're going to be part of it, and we want yeah. it to be peaceful, and, and, and we did. We came into town to celebrate liberty with these people. We want to uh, basically give a few speeches. We want to have fun with families. There's food trucks here. Uh, we went and actually found a pupusa truck that'll be here. I'm going to be eating yep. pupusas uh, for lunch uh, later today. And so all I'm telling you is there's a lot going on in this town right now. And it is, in my opinion, historically significant. Sheriff? Well, Sam, I think you're so correct on that, that what's the other, I mean, what's the other entity that has come here to celebrate this with us? The FBI is here. And uh, I don't know how many of them are here, but you and I both figured it out that they well, are here. We caught them. Should we tell <laughs> yeah. the story how we caught them? Yeah, sure. All right, let's do it. So we check into the hotel, ladies and gentlemen, and we get the Wi-Fi password and all that kind of stuff, and we're getting ready to get on the Internet, and we get on the Internet, and all of a sudden Richard calls me because we're in our separate hotel rooms and stuff like that. And he says, you know what? I see all these networks. I see this network and this network and this network, and then another one says, what is it, FBI um, surveillance van? Surveillance van. FBI surveillance van. And we see this uh, network. And we're like, well, that's weird. I guess the FBI's here, whatever. And by the way, not that we really care because we have nothing to hide. 
So you know what? You guys can monitor us. You can download my programs at libertyroundtable.com. I really appreciate you getting the website correct because then you'll know where to get the real source files. Um, but you can also go to CSPOA.org if you want to be an FBI. You can be the first FBI member to join the CSPOA as an FBI member, by the way. Uh, if you want to do that, you can join the CSPOA. Um, but I digress. I, I'm joking a little bit. But to say we have nothing to hide and nothing to worry about. So we kind of laughed and went, wow, the FBI is here. Interesting. Well, then I refreshed my network about 10 minutes later, and the FBI network was gone. But there was a network there that said hidden. And we went, why would there be a hidden network? Well, I'm guessing it's the FBI, and we caught them while they were in the middle of getting set up, and then their network went to a term called hidden, which most people just ignore. They're like, oh, that just must be like the hotel's you know, internal thing or something like that. But when I saw it change from the FBI and instantly it was hidden, um, we began to wonder. And so then we went to dinner. Sheriff, you want to pick up there? Yeah, and I saw I saw a white uh, Suburban, uh, a, a newer model, um, drive by where we were eating dinner. And um, it had about, I saw at least three in the vehicle, tinted windows, and they usually do black, but this one was white. And I saw an antenna on top uh, of the vehicle. And uh, then they had a follow vehicle of a smaller size uh, right behind it. And so I imagine they're setting up their, uh, not, I don't imagine, I know they're setting up their surveillance and they're going to be videoing and, and taping a lot that will be said today. And I guess taking it back to their um or, uh, you know, their headquarters in Washington, D.C., so they can uh, determine how much of a problem they have of all these people who are um, still uh, being surveilled since January 6th. And um, I find it astonishing that these FBI thugs, and I, and I will call them thugs, because what they did when I spoke in uh, Temecula about a month ago, Temecula, California, there were four people there that asked to meet with me. And they had all been raided by the FBI uh, SWAT teams. And they live in the same area. They all went to Washington on January 6th. Uh, none of them went inside the Capitol. Uh, and they have literally been harassed and harangued and raided uh, to the extent that uh, it, it really uh, had them baffled and scared. And, uh, and the, FBI, the FBI is starting to become abusive to the citizens. I want to tell you the rest of the FBI story, and then I want to tell you what our intentions are, and I want to make sure the FBI really knows directly what our intentions are. We'll do it on your radio. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation. 
and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. All right, so we're telling this story about uh, where it says FBI surveillance van, and then all of a sudden it says hidden network. We see the networks here. We would think somebody was punking us, because it is common, uh, as our board op wisely pointed out to us, our produced, hey, you know what? People punk everybody all the time and you know put up fake SSIDs and stuff like this on the Internet. I get it. Don't, don't call me and say you don't know about the Internet, Sam, and it isn't right. We thought that was possible, too, when we first saw this, but we thought interesting. Uh, it was it changed from you know FBI surveillance van to hidden like they were setting it up and then they changed their ID to hidden or something. Um, but what was interesting is then when we were at dinner we saw an FBI van go by. At least we're pretty confident uh, because it had antennas on the top and da da da. And, you know I mean if the punks are going to go ahead and change their SSIDs but then drive around in a van that looks like a FBI van, then I would recommend that the FBI stop the pranksters immediately because they're being pwned. Uh, the FBI is getting pwned if that's the case. So either we're getting pwned or the FBI is getting pwned, one of the two, or it's real. Uh, maybe that's the third option. I don't know. However, what's interesting is now when you refresh your network, what do you get, Sheriff? Uh, I got a hidden network that seemed to be the one that was there yesterday. And then uh, now. But, but hold on. It wasn't there at first yesterday, though. It just appeared. No, it was not. No, it was not. Right. And then it appeared then later the after the FBI one disappeared. The FBI surveillance van was there, and just for uh, like wait, like what you said, just a couple of minutes, and then that disappeared, and the hidden network came on. Now, right now, I'm looking at it, and both of them are back on. The hidden network and the FBI surveillance van is now back on. So now, what I would recommend is if somebody wants to punk the FBI, they they ought to create FBI surveillance van two. And yeah. you ought to see if the FBI is real, and they'll come after you if they're real. And if they're not, they'll be gone, and we can all punk each other, and somebody can put FBI surveillance van 3 and 4 and 5 and 10 and whatever they want to do. Uh, but here's the point to me. I don't really care that the FBI is here. I would oh, recommend I, the FBI agents well, come up to me and introduce themselves. Uh, but what I want them to do when they're here, ladies and gentlemen, let me make this very clear. I don't want violence from any side. So if the patriots are out of control, I will stand against them. I don't mean physically in a violent way. I just mean that I will oppose that view and stand for peaceful behavior. Okay, you have a First Amendment right, but that isn't to protest and riot and rage and and stuff like that. You have a peaceful right to assemble. All right. Now, if the FBI is out of control, though, I want them to obey the law and I want them to behave as well, Sheriff. Yeah, exactly. And um, 
I'm getting a call from Robert David Steele. Uh, I guess you know he's the one bringing in the buses today for the uh, Arise USA tour. By the way, and, we're going to get into this next hour. Do you need to take that call really quick? Uh, yeah, I probably will. Yeah, All right, so take that call really quick. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, no, he's well, gone. Well, he, All right, he's gone. you can I'll, call him at the bottom of the hour, back. by the way. Between the hours, call him back real quick. Anyway, in the meantime, the point is there's a big bus tour that we'll talk about here uh, coming up next hour as well. We've got two hours for this live from Lander County, Nevada. The FBI, we do believe, is here. And I just submit to you that I want them to behave and be kind. I don't want them to raid and arrest everyone. But I want to make sure that our intentions are very clear. We talk about peaceful restoration of the greatest country. Right, Sheriff? That is exactly correct, and and All I right. really hope that that message, that's going to be what I lead with, and I hope that everybody else leads with the same. All right. Now, I'm, uh, there's a good chance that I'll speak as well, and I'm going to talk specifically about this and about how the media unfairly represents who we are and what we do. I submit to you that they become kind of a, a driver of it going wrong. When the media spreads over and over and over in a town, uh, before we even get there, that, oh, man, this is going to go bad. So we sit down with our waitress, who I'll leave unnamed, and we say, hey, you know, here's who we are. Here's what we're doing. She's like, oh, interesting. I said, are you concerned that we're here at all? Because she had, she had brought up that, man, there's a, a big concern. And um, one of the ladies we talked to said that she had even, um, you know, some, some uh, oh, what's the term? When you get all paranoid, what's that term called? Uh, scared. <laughs> Yeah, scared. There's another term, though. Uh, um, anyway, she said that she had, uh, you know, some turmoil that we were there in the first place. And we're like, why would you have turmoil that we're here? We're nice guys. She goes, because you know what? I just don't want any trouble. I just don't want things to go south and for everybody to get all crazy. And I just, you know what? This is our peaceful little town. And I just want it to be that way. I'm, oh, anxiety is the word I was looking for. I've just got anxiety about this. And we're like, oh, my gosh, we're so sorry that you've got anxiety. Um, look, we mean no harm. But see, the problem is that the media has preceded us to this poor lady, to where she's starting out going, oh boy, they're all in town now, it's gonna go south, I hope, you know, and, and the poor lady thinks we're bad guys. And, and I look at it and go, we're some of the nicest guys on the planet, and we're family men who are peaceful, we've always been peaceful, uh, and even if we disagree with her on politics, we can agree to disagree agreeably. Okay, anyway, I, I want people to understand our intentions, and let me prove our intentions in a very poignant way. Uh, when Ammon Bundy and others went to the Mount Here Wildlife Refuge, uh, they tried to get me and Richard Mack to attend. Richard Mack was supposed to be the uh, law enforcement guy on the inside, and I was supposed to be the media guy on the inside, Sheriff. And when we found out what they were even considering doing uh, at the last second, we simply completely jettisoned. We left. We left the area. We went home. And we peacefully wrote a press release saying, you know what, we believe that they're right on the land issues, that land should not be federal government land based on the Constitution. However, we don't believe their tactics are appropriate, and we want no part of their tactics. tactics. And we wrote a press release disavowing those tactics. All right, so let's be very clear about our intentions. We've always been peaceful. We remain peaceful. Now, that is in the patriot community. You could say we went against Ammon Bundy. We like Ammon Bundy. We love him to death. He's a dear friend, and I think he's a good, honest man. By the way, the jury agreed with us, and so did the judge that said the FBI was out of control and criminal uh, in their uh, behavior and in their withholding of sculptory evidence and everything else. So let's be clear. Uh, but nevertheless, we remained peaceful, and we stood for the peaceful focus in that event and every other event that we've been involved in.
So let's make it very clear for the record why we're here. We want to peacefully restore the country. How do we want to do it? By working with appropriate government officials to help them keep their oaths of office, to remain peaceful, and to carry forward the proper role of government in the traditions of our founders. That has been our effort since the very beginning and remains so. And I submit to you that is backed up by written press releases and behavior that match. Sheriff? Wow, what a good perspective, Sam. Thank you for that. And yeah, that's absolutely true. And I I think it's uh, really sad that the media is so dishonest towards uh, not just our group, but a lot of constitutional groups and the intent of uh, these groups to bring peace to America, that there's never been any hint of violence from us. Uh, In fact, the media really overplays the the right-wing violence in America. And I have maintained, I don't care where you are, who you are, if you're committing acts of violence, you are no longer a lawful protester. Like Chris Ann Hall said at our, our conference, if you go from protester to looter or to any way committing acts of violence, you are no longer a protester. You are a crook. You are a criminal. You are a thug. And we do not support any violence at all. None. And I don't care if it's... And I submit to you, that not only applies to the people on either side, whatever you want to call that, but it also applies to government officials, Sheriff, when the FBI is out of control. Absolutely correct. Or any other government agencies out of control, um, then we condemn that behavior as well. Yes, that's absolutely correct. And that's why I call them thugs, because they take SWAT teams and raid these people's homes uh, at five, six o'clock in the morning, and then handcuff a 14-year-old girl who they knew had nothing to do with January 6th or January 30th or any of these uh, other problems, or January 20th, I mean, Inauguration Day. This is so out of control, and they're trying to intimidate these people into talking. Talking about what? You already know we were there. We went to hear Trump speak. Okay? That's it. We did not go now, in. Let's be yes, clear, though. Let's be clear. When you grass. say we were there, let's be clear. When you say we were there, you're talking about those people who were getting raided. You're not talking about Sam Bushman and Richard Mack because neither of us were there. No. In fact, we told people not to go. So Intentionally, uh, we were not there. Let's be very intentionally clear. Intentionally so. Yeah, it wasn't a mistake. It wasn't, a, well, I was busy somewhere else. Nope. I was actually home, and uh, I said, don't go, don't go, don't go. I said, anyway, I explained it several times, but I told people not to. The FBI lied and put out a press release, and, it, you know, they they may have been using it as a ploy when they said there was going to be violence, uh, a violent demonstration, uh, armed uh, demonstrations in every capital in the United States. And I said, you can't even hardly get a gun in Honolulu, and you think there's going to be uh, armed uh, protests, armed protests at every capital in the United States of America. And I well, came this out is the interesting thing. and said it was a lie. This is the interesting thing, Sheriff. On one hand, they said there was armed uh, insurrections going to happen at every capital across the country, all 50 states, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then at the same time, they claimed that they didn't really realize that people would be going to the capital. And that it would right. be of concern. So, you know, they, they, they take both extremes and lie on both sides. The truth is there were insurrectionists at the Capitol who did breach 
the Capitol who uh, deserve to be prosecuted to the fullest, fullest extent of the law. When you roll into the Capitol and put your feet up on, you know, a congresswoman's desk and you literally take some of her signage and different things and take videos of doing these things and, you know, break pro- uh, property and stuff like that, you are a criminal and you should be prosecuted. There's no question about it. But we need to be very careful not to use a dragnet. And this is where, in my opinion, the FBI and others are out of control. Look, this is not a patriot dragnet. We hate all patriots plan. You know what? If you committed criminal acts, by all means, prosecute. But this is an individual basis about individual behavior. It's always been that way in America, and it needs to stay that way. Okay? You're innocent until proven guilty. And if you've been proven to commit acts of, of breaking the law, then prosecution follows, which is appropriate. But let's not create this dragnet mentality that puts government on the wrong side of the law, Sheriff. That's what we're discussing, right? Yes, and, and uh, so uh, people who they know are innocent, and, and these four guys that got raided, they asked over and over, am I under arrest? And they said no. I said, well, why are you ransacking my house then? And why is my daughter sitting out in your car handcuffed? And, and so this, this, using the daughter to intimidate the dad in such a manner, and, and they have absolutely no remorse, no caring, no feeling, no, no absolute uh, understanding how out of control they are, how illegal they are, how unconstitutional, how anti-American they are. None of them get that at all. They're just going to follow orders. There are a bunch of Nuremberg Nazis who say, I'm just following orders. There has, there's no morality. There's no right or wrong in any of this to them. It's just if you're following orders, then you're absolved from any wrongdoing. Oh, my gosh. I am so sick of those people. And, yes, I will call the bulk of the FBI a bunch of thugs. And if they want to come and talk to me about it, I'd be more than happy to talk to them and go over it with them. I hope they start adhering to the Constitution like they swore to do. And I hope they come and meet me and politely discuss, uh, politely discuss the um, efforts that we have here in Lander County, Nevada today, in Battle Mountain, Nevada. Hey. Uh, and Sam, I'm going to hang up a minute Park. and, and call, uh, I'm going to call Robert Steele right now. So Roger that. We'll call you back that. in a minute. All right, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Hour one in the can. That's who the CSPO is. That's why we're here. That's what we're doing. We are broadcasting live from Battle Mountain, Nevada. And next hour, we're going to talk about incredible bus tour that Richard Max involved in as well. So in this sleepy little town, we sure got a lot going on, ladies and gentlemen. We pray for peace, and we stand for the greatest country on the face of the earth. God save the republic. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it was refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is our two of two. This is the broadcast for May fifteenth in the year of our Lord two thousand and twenty-one. This is Liberty Roundtable, literally live. From Lander County, Nevada. Yeah, that's where Battle Mountain, Nevada is, ladies and gentlemen. It's like a place out in the middle of nowhere. Normally a sleepy little place, but hey, the focus of attention now because they want to become, Lander County wants to become the first county 
in the United States out of 3,000 counties to join the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. That's CSPOA.org. And uh, they want to be a constitutional county. They want to keep the laws of the land. They want to use the checks and balances that made America great. They want to protect their people, and I commend them for their stance. Mr. Ramos and others uh, heavily involved doing a great job. There's going to be an event all day today. It's going to be at Elquist Park. We're calling it the Celebration of Liberty Rally at Elquist Park in Battle Mountain, Nevada. It starts at noon today. There's going to be food trucks and food and families and fun and outdoors event. And uh, it's a little rainy this morning, but they say it's supposed to clear up by 11. So we're hoping and praying for a beautiful sunny day. We're praying for peace. We want to have speakers defend God, family, and country. The good Sheriff Richard Mack will be speaking as well. And uh, they said that they're going to have me speak also. So we'll see about that. I'm going to speak on the media. And I'm going to speak on our peaceful intent. And I'm going to demonstrate directly, clearly, who we are, uh, what we intend, what we want. We want everybody to obey the law, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care if you're left, right, black, white, whatever. You know what? Any division, government, citizen. I want all of us to assemble peacefully. And I want us to exercise our First Amendment rights. There's five of them, by the way. And I want them all to be on display today. All right? If the government's out of control, I want to redress some grievance. Otherwise, I want to celebrate my religion and my free speech. I want to peacefully assemble. All right, that's who I am and what I want to do. Why? Because this is America and because we can. It's a very unique, in my opinion, light on a hill stance that most of the world's history has never had. It's been a very dark world for the most part, but there's been flashes of liberty for short stints. The greatest and longest light shine for liberty has been this the United States of America, a constitutional democratic republic. That's who we are. That's what we stand for. That's what we want to focus on. And we're doing it today at noon live, and we hope you join us there. Uh, we pray for peace. Now, we talked a lot about the CSPOA last hour. We talked about how we're, uh, we want the FBI to behave. We told you a personal story about the FBI uh, in our midst. And, um, you know, we may be being pwned. But either way, if we're being pwned, the FBI needs to stop it, right? Uh, nevertheless, we digress, except to say, hey, become a member of the CSPOA. That is the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. CSPOA.org is the website. Now, <clears throat> we talked about that last hour. I want to talk about this Celebration of Liberty Rally happening at Linquist Park today in Battle Mountain, Nevada, starting at noon. We hope you join us. It's free. Um, that is a little part of a huge larger project and you just got off the phone at the top of the hour with the leader of that project right sheriff uh yes robert david Steele uh wanted to remind me that he's bringing 500 baseball caps different colors representing different uh parties and viewpoints so that everybody comes together today and that if you didn't get the hat you wanted trade it with somebody and have a conversation with them about why you want to trade them the hat and what your beliefs are. What a, I think this is a great, <laughs> a great exercise in uh, unifying us as Americans. No matter what hat you have, no matter what your beliefs are, we should be uniting and coming together. And uh, we're going to have a big old hat project out there today uh, for kids and everybody, whoever wants one. Uh, as long as uh, they last, we hope that they, uh, we, we hope they run out. 
And uh, so uh, everybody can, like, a, a gold hat represents the Constitution Party, and red hat uh, represents uh, the Trump people, and the, and then blue hat uh, represents the uh, Democrats, and um, libertarian have a color hat. And everybody, everybody that represents some political view uh, will have their color of hat, and then we'll see a bunch of different colors all coming together at that rally today. Robert David hey, Sheriff, came up do you know what the black hat? Do you know what the black hats and the white hats are, Sheriff? Uh, no. The black hats and the white hats represent hackers, and the white guys are the good guy hackers trying to uh, find exploits in software to help people patch it and to stop it so that no one gets hurt or harmed. The black hat people are the hackers that want to destroy things, and like the people that took over the pipeline would be considered black hack black hat hackers or whatever else. I just don't know that I'm ready to say that I want to support a white hat, not a black hat, though. That's pretty racist. So I want to jettison that, but I wanted to highlight from a technology point of view. Well, he, now, here's what I hope they never, don't give he me. Never brought that part, he never brought that part up, so I, I, right. so I don't think that's going to be an issue. Uh, at least I hope. Well, that's good. I, I just highlight I that, it. though, so everybody understands. <laughs> Look, we don't want this to go racist. We, we reject the black hats, yeah. not because they're black, because what they stand for in the hacking world. Uh, but I'll tell you this. I hope they don't give me a domestic terrorist hat that I have to trade in for a peaceful hat. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I don't think the hat's quite went that far, but yeah, I'm just I highlighting it, uh, really I, for for purposes of illustration. Though I'm highlighting what our intent is and what we want. We want people to come together. We don't want it to be right. divisive. We the hats is really um, a a way to kind of help people understand. Look, even if you have the wrong hat, you might come back and say that isn't me. Give me a chance to let you know who I really am, and that would be my message to the FBI today. Yeah, my message would be to them, too, that they need to uh, repent uh, of the things that they've been doing. Uh, they've been used in the past uh, to go after political enemies for presidents. Same with the IRS. Uh, th they should never agree to do such a thing. No, no FBI should be violating uh, principles of liberty or uh, principles of decency. And being fair and honest with the people of this country, uh, and they need to be retrained and reprogrammed so that they are servants of the people instead of always attacking, attacking. Uh, for instance, the ridiculous 26-man SWAT team to arrest Roger Stone. I mean, come on. It's really? Buddy Ken Cromar in Utah had a 75-member SWAT team. Come and arrest him. Yeah, and and they could have and yeah, helicopters in the air. And All they, they needed to do the was say, Ken, can you get your buddy Sam and and can yeah. you guys meet us yeah. at McDonald's? And I would have helped broker yeah. the deal and met at McDonald's and bought everybody a cheeseburger and we could have sat down and had some McDonald's fries and a good old milkshake to I celebrate told the old the times. That I would do it. I told the sheriff I would do it. I know, but they and don't that want that, sheriff. Oh no, of course not. How does that ratchet things up if you do that? See, that's the problem we're having, my fellow Americans. Now, I want to be very clear about this. You know our intentions are peaceful. Uh, I want to be able to be um, who I really am, uh, and I want uh, government to understand it, to acknowledge it, and to make peace with it. Okay, we are patriots. We believe in God, family, and country. We believe in protecting life, liberty, and property. I've been on the radio literally 25 years with this same radio show. This is our 25th year celebratory anniversary this year, by the way. We were on the radio before that, but we had different show names and different 
da 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 da. We were on the air at different radio stations, and anyway, so we're, we're 25 years, and I, and I want to be clear that this is a celebration time. And out of that 25 years, we have never advocated for any violence. We've never advocated for anything that would harm the proper role of legitimate government. Never. Not once. And so that's who we are, and we need to make sure that's very clear today. And I'm telling you right now, if it gets violent, if this uh, event goes south, I'll be the first ones to leave or one of the first people to leave. Not because I'm afraid of confrontation, but because that's not who I am and that's not what I want. All right. Right. And that's exactly what you're full of of that kind of stuff. The older you get, the wiser you get, Sheriff. Well, yeah, of course. (laughs) So I'm getting really wise. (laughs) Uh, But that's exactly what I did in Honolulu at a rally there a couple of months ago. And uh, the police officers showed up and more showed up and more showed up. And so I told the organizer, uh, Jennifer, I said, Jen, I've got to leave. I said, those cops are going to get stupid. And I talked to the cops uh, at the beginning when there was only a few there, there. It was easy to talk to them because there was just a few of them. They asked me to get up on the stage and tell everybody to put their masks on. I did it, and I did it sincerely, but nobody did it. I said, this is a rally against doing masks, so nobody's going to do it. But I did as the officer asked me. He was trying to do something peaceful. He was doing what I guess he thought was best. Uh, and uh, I did it. But as more and more cops got there, I knew they were going to do something stupid, and indeed they did. And I told them, I told Jennifer I could not uh, afford uh, to be arrested today and that I had to get back to, to a lot of other work and that I couldn't stay there for court and, and, pro, and, and maybe hire a lawyer to get me out and to sue and whatever else I needed to do. And uh, so, because uh, I don't trust the court system there either. And so I left. And sure enough, it, it happened. And they threw a lady down on the ground uh, in front of her three and five year old children. And it's just stuff like that because she wouldn't wear a mask. She'd already put a mask on. When she got thrown down, she was wearing a mask. And so it's just that kind of thuggery that, that uh, it really drives me crazy. I'm sure I would have tried to interpose on her behalf in some way, uh, which would have got me arrested, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, the point is this does not need to happen. Okay, there are better ways to go about this. And if you don't know a better way, bureaucrats and and elected officials and law enforcement and everything else, I recommend you get with the CSPOA.org and we'll help train for de-escalation. Train as peace officers, keeping one's oath of office. In seconds, we continue. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly. 
But I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. All right, back with you live, Sam Bushman, Richard Mack on your radio. We're live from Lander County, Nevada, Battle Mountain, an event live at Elkwist Park today. Starts at noon. It's free. Be there. A celebration of liberty is what it's called. Constitutional counties. That is the future for America. We pray and hope. We also pray and hope for a peaceful, safe, sunny day for all, uh, including government officials. All right, Sheriff, I want to talk about your bus tour. We've got to get to that, too. This um, Celebration of Liberty is really kind of a, a stop on the bus tour, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and I'm amazed that they were able to swing that to get two buses, two buses from the tour B here. They're wrapped in, well, one is wrapped in all sorts of CSPOA stuff, our website, our uh, logo, uh, the eagle, the badge, the flag, and uh, – big whole huge CSPOA on it and Constitutional Sheriff and Peace Officers Association. It is absolutely gorgeous. Right now it's in Elko. The drivers actually slept in Elko because they couldn't find hotel rooms over here. But uh, it's And they the couldn't because everybody's of, coming to this event and all the hotels are full. That's why, right? Right, exactly. And uh, the, the restaurants are getting uh, a lot more business because we're here. We saw people in the restaurant where we ate last night. Uh, all there. In fact, uh, all the customers that were there uh, were all going to the event. Uh, people, when we register, say, "Hello, oh, you're here for the event?" And yes, I'm speaking. Yes, thank you for everything. And uh, everybody, everybody's treated us great. And uh, the USA Arise USA tour is uh, the brainchild of Robert David Steele. Uh, I've been on his show probably ten times now since you know eight months ago he's a great american he's a former spy for the cia he admits uh the wrongs that the cia has done but he is also uh very very much dedicated to stopping human trafficking and sexual exploitation of children uh he talks about we are with him a thousand percent absolutely absolutely uh and uh for this heinous thing to be going on and, and that it gets very little attention from Washington, D.C., uh, is is not only wrong and crazy, but it's also suspicious uh, because it's just too important and too big of an issue, and I cannot believe that it's not getting a lot more traction in D.C. 
but then when you look at some of the suspects, then maybe you can. So uh, the the tour goes for three and a half months. It goes from uh, the East Coast to the West Coast, 84 stops, all 50 states. I don't know how they're going to get us to Hawaii uh, because by by August, when we're supposed to be in Hawaii, uh, who knows what Hawaii will be requiring in order for you to enter their state. So I have this feeling that Hawaii is going to be canceled. Uh, I hope not. You know how much I love Hawaii and I uh, I want to go. Uh, but obviously they're not going to be able to take the buses there uh, <laughs> uh, unless they fit them on some sort of uh, cargo ship, uh, which would cost probably tens of thousands of dollars. But uh, be that as it may, I'm worried. I'm worried about how this trip is going to end. I don't know if they're going to try to uh, drive the buses all the way to Alaska, uh, across Canada. I think that that is their intent, and uh, I would love to do that and, and go to Alaska in those buses. Uh, but uh, these buses are uh, very state of the art. Uh, they're very similar to the buses that uh, presidential campaigns take across the country. Uh, what our Sheriff Clark rode in Trump's bus for about the last 10 days of his campaign and, and Sheriff Clark was helping him and, and campaigning for him and, and he was on the bus with him. So uh, the buses uh, are not the most comfortable way to go about a campaign, uh, but they are a comfortable way to go about a campaign. Not the most, but they are, you know, they have beds in there and uh, bathrooms and, and uh, vanities and, so on and so forth, uh, so you can all get ready and get your uh, new set of clothes on and fresh set of clothes on and, and go out and get the campaign go- going. Um, we're going to be meeting mostly in public, uh, well, in uh, outdoor places, you know, like parks and, and uh, fairgrounds across the country. But yeah, because contrary to get... popular belief, we said this from the start to the CDC and others, that there's a virtually a zero chance uh, of getting the COVID outdoors, yes, of course. Uh, and we uh, really proposed outdoor venues from the beginning, right when they said this was a problem, uh, and it turns out that they said that it was a 10% likelihood. Now it turns out that it's less than a 1%, more likely a 0.01%, or 0.1%, I'm sorry, a tenth of a percent, or maybe 1%, but it's literally 10 to 100 times less than the CDC uh, had articulated, and now they've admitted that. Uh, so our outdoor bus tours are completely legitimate, our goal is to, again, have rallies like the Celebration of Liberty Rally today in Lander County, Nevada, uh, in Battle Mountain. Starting at noon, it's free. Be there. I will. And I recommend you be there as well. But it's rallies like that all across the country is what we're talking about via bus tour, right? Yeah, it, it is. And uh, it's it's a very ambitious project. It's it's so ambitious, I, I consider it a huge adventure. Uh, it is an adventure, and and uh, I'm still going to be flying back and forth to events that I have planned with sheriffs and other communities that are tr- uh, trying to get me to do the training for sheriffs and peace officers and public officials. So uh, I'm going to be really busy. And yes, we are still taking donations for it uh, right at CSPOA.org. Uh, make a donation to the CSPOA. Uh, this is really a financial... Uh, <laughs> Mm, challenge. I'll call it a challenge uh, because uh, the, obviously uh, all the bills that Robert David Steele has has uh, 
incurred have been paid at this point. Uh, all of them that I'm going to incur have not been paid yet of me uh, flying from one place back and forth uh, to get back to the bus tour after I do. Uh, in fact, next, let's see, today's the 15th. On the 21st and 22nd, I'll be in New Hampshire and New York. The bus will be not too far away from me. So I don't know if I'll have a, a driver take me in a car or that I might just fly uh, where I have to go. So I'm going to be flying a lot. I'm going to be in the bus a lot. And I'm going to be doing a lot of presentations. So Now, financially, wow. what you call a challenge, though, ladies and gentlemen, I want the American people to think about it as an opportunity. So, yes, it's a challenge until we can get the funding and support that we need, without a doubt. But this is an opportunity. And let me explain why. We have never had, and let me say that again, we have never had, and I've been at this 25 years on the radio plus, and I've been working with Richard Mack for at least 20 of it, if not more. Um, and I would say this, we have never had so much government interest on the local levels, county, state levels, uh, as we have now. A lot of times what happens is the people are interested in it. Maybe one or two government people would be interested, but the most would kind of turn their nose up at us and go, nah, whatever, I'm already constitutional, or I don't need that, or I don't agree with you, or whatever, da-da-da. Nowadays, though, literally hundreds, thousands of public officials are saying, hey, there's more here to the oath than we realized. We want training. We want partnerships. We want involvement. We want to learn. We want to commit ourselves. Hey, what's been going on in our towns about violence has got to stop. How do we work together? How do we de-escalate? How do we? And, and we've never seen so much real, genuine interest from sheriffs, from uh, city councils, county commissions, uh, state uh, organizations and groups. We have never seen so much, not only support from groups that would, would agree with us already, from groups who in the past have kind of shunned us or said, mm, whatever or at the least just tolerated us and ignored us. Um, but now they're coming to the table going, oh, there's more here to this than meets the eye. What is it? What can I learn? How do I be part of it? What can I do? Because they're realizing with Joe Biden taking office, with the riots in the streets that have been occurring, they're realizing that, you know what? Our ideas are real. Uh, the county sheriff is one of the great American last hopes we have. And the people working together with their law enforcement we need to let law enforcement know we believe in them and support them. Yeah, the bad apples who are, who are bad need to stop, and we need to get rid of them, no question. But for the most part, we don't want to defund the police. We want to ap appropriately fund the police. Yeah, we don't need them with military MRAPs. I go that far. But for the most part, we back the blue. We back the police. We want to work together. The people need to have an appropriate relationship with our government officials. And we believe that these rallies across the country are one of the great keys to doing that very thing. And so, but Sheriff, I want to I want to highlight this. So this challenge that you mentioned is a challenge. I agree, but it's really an oppor opportunity for the American people to fund this genuine interest and create these partnerships. We've got an opportunity like never before. When we come back, we'll have you respond to that. CSPOA.org is where you can donate, ladies and gentlemen. That stands for the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. Not only can you join, I mean, donate there, but you can join there as well. So join and donate today, would you please? CSPOA.org. Richard Mack responds to my opportunity idea in seconds.
pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Mike Fortier. Encouraging news for some getting the COVID vaccine. A new CDC study released yesterday shows the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines to be 94% effective at preventing COVID symptoms from developing. The CDC calls the study the most compelling evidence to date that vaccines perform as expected in the real world. Some concerns over the economy, consumer sentiment down this month to a three-month low. That coming from a University of Michigan study out yesterday. Inflation thought to be one reason for the negative outlook. White House Economic Advisor Cecilia Rouse looks at the short-term future. So we expect there's going to be a period as you know supply starts equal demand and sectors are, are healing and recovering that we're going to see some, you know, there's going to be some choppiness. That Michigan study also finds consumers are more pessimistic about their economic situation now and in the future than they have been in over a decade. China arrives at Mars. China's space agency announcing a rover landing on Mars this morning, China time. China now the third country after the U.S. and Russia to land on Mars. This is USA Radio News. If cancel culture and censorship continue at their current pace, there will be nothing left of the truth. The Epic Times was founded to keep truth alive. We ask the questions we think you'd ask. We check facts without regard to any political agenda. No one tells us what to cover or how to cover it. We have a special trial subscription offer right now. One month of the Epic Times and total access to our amazing online content for just $1. You'll find it at TrustedNewspaper.com. One month, $1. TrustedNewspaper.com. The MyPillow Premium Pillow Special continues at MyPillow.com. If you go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, use my promo code USA, you can get a standard or queen size premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollar savings. King size only five dollars more. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use my promo code USA or call one eight hundred nine five one eight one seven five. Liz Cheney worried about the future of the Republican Party in the country. The Wyoming Congresswoman voted out as House Conference Chair this week after repeatedly criticizing former President Trump. Cheney tells ABC News what her removal means for the GOP. I think the issue really uh, is Donald Trump and it really is the party and whether we're going to be a party that's based on the truth. Cheney also says she regrets voting for Trump in last year's election. The full interview will air Sunday on ABC's This Week. Republicans have until Tuesday to present their own infrastructure plan to President Biden. This would be the GOP's second counteroffer to Biden's $4 trillion plan. Biden calling their first plan a joke and a slap in the face. That first plan calling for less than $600 billion in spending. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell saying this week he's willing to go as high as $800 billion. A ceasefire may be coming soon in the Middle East. Israeli news media reporting yesterday Israel and Hamas may agree to stop fighting in a matter of days. The two sides engaged in the worst fighting in over six years. Another death reported today in Israel, the eighth among Israelis, and Gaza over 120 killed. This is USA Radio News. Back with you live, broadcasting from Battle Mountain, Nevada. The event coming up, Celebration of Liberty, starts at noon. Be there. It's outside of Lindquist Park. We're looking forward to meeting you if you're there as well. Uh, public speakers, a fantastic time, all to be had today. We're praying for a sunny day. 
uh, as well. The good sheriff Richard Mack with me, CSPOA.org. So Richard Mack was talking about raising money to carry out the bus tour and the, all the different places that Richard Mack needs to be for training and the bus tour and all that's going on right now. And he's saying it's a challenge, and I concur with that. But I also say it's an opportunity. Sheriff? Well, I like the way you put that. It's very positive uh, side uh, of the whole thing uh, because this is a, a responsibility and an opportunity for every American to be part of this restoration of the Constitution. Uh, I've said over and over, uh, don't, you know, people that pat me on the back and say, oh, we really appreciate the work you're doing. And then they don't get involved. They don't become members. They don't donate. uh, They just hope that I get it done. Well, it'll never get done that way. (laughs) There, this is too much money, uh, too much work, uh, too much time for one person to do even though my wife is also spending full time on this and we have other staff like yourself that spends full time on it, even though you have other jobs to do. Uh, it, it, I know how much time you put into this and uh, it, you have two or three uh, full time jobs. Uh, the job that you have uh, to uh, maintain uh, your family's budget uh, and the work that you do with your wife there and your family uh, the radio show that you do spend full time on and then the work that you do with the CSPOA is full time. Uh, Americans need to look at that and say, uh, how, how is it that I am dedicated to the cause of liberty? You can tell it by two ways, how much time you put into it and how much money you put into it. And sometimes that's a little bit of both. But that's how you determine how dedicated somebody is uh, to any cause that you're a part of. Uh, And this one is definitely going to take time and money. And I'm willing to put in the time. Uh, But uh, and (laughs) and throughout the years since I first did the lawsuit, I have put in literally uh, all the money that my wife and I had. Uh, I've dedicated all my savings to this. Uh, And uh, when especially when I was doing the Brady Bill fight as sheriff, uh, my wife and I. I don't mind saying this, but my wife and I left Arizona with uh, the clothes that we had, and and that was basically it. We ended up losing everything, and we literally started over in 1997. We literally started over, and I moved back to Utah, and I ran for Utah County Sheriff. And it looked like it was going to be a very successful campaign. And then three days before the election, the primary election is when it would all be decided because that's a very Republican county and the Republican party uh, really controls the roost there in Utah County three days before the election. I still can't believe this, this really happened and that they did this. Another reason why I call the FBI thugs, the FBI and IRS raided my office at the office of Al Carter, who uh, gave me an office in his building where he was. And uh, I was a consultant for him. And I wasn't a, a, an employee of his, but I was hired as a consultant. And I was out campaigning that day uh, when it happened. And my wife uh, was a receptionist there. And she called me and told me that the FBI and IRS were raiding the office and that they wanted to talk to me. So I went in and talked to them and I challenged them on their timing and that they should have avoided the appearance of evil uh, in uh, going after me when they did. And uh, because they could have waited till the day of the campaign or waited the election, or they could have waited two or three days after the election. 
And yet, or they could have done a little more due diligence and not been so thugocracy style in their tactics. Yeah. And they could have said, Sheriff, right. we want to meet you at McDonald's and we want to eat a cheeseburger and we want to cover the allegations that are being made against you and we want to get to the bottom of it in the most responsible, the peaceful, there were no non-invasive way. Made against me. There were no allegations made against me. That's oh, the then why would you meet, Sheriff? <laughs> I know. Exactly. So I said, why is my name on this search warrant? I said, you have no charges against me. They never charged me with anything. They got what they wanted. I lost the election. And so it was, it, was a, it was a real sad day for me and my family and a sad day for America, too, when the FBI will do something like that. But anyway, they did. I lost, and I went on uh, to uh, be a consultant for a, a food storage company. <clears throat> they went out of business after Y2K didn't do very well and was, uh, I guess, all a, a hype. And then I got uh, I worked for Larry Pratt at Gun Owners of America for the next four and a half years. And um, I moved home to Arizona and helped my mom with my dad, who my dad was dying, and he was really hard to take care of because he had Parkinson's. And um, so I helped her with him, and we actually literally moved into my uh, mom's garage apartment, and Don and I lived in about a uh, uh, 350 square foot apartment there. But you know we had access to the house. But uh, and then uh, I went back on the lecture circuit after that, and uh, been doing that pretty much ever since. And then I also hired on as a teacher, and for uh, six years, and then. Uh, I'm doing this now full time. I quit teaching. I wanted to be teaching till another four years, but uh, finances just and and the need to be doing this were were such that I, I do this full time now, and I'll do it as long as I can, and as long as I'm able, or until they arrest me. I don't know, but I, I really do b- believe that uh, they are after me. Uh, I believe that's why the FBI is uh, here today. Uh, but they couldn't go after me very well. They tried on January 6th, after the January 6th rally. Uh, they tried and tried and tried to prove that I had some sort of part in that and that I asked CSPOA members to go there. And they obviously uh, they ran into the truth, and the, the truth made it to where they couldn't do anything to me because, as you well know, you and I both told people not to go to the Trump rally in Washington, D.C. Uh, it should have been an okay time, but uh, the, the, the emotions that were going on in America about the election and everything else were running too high, and I thought it was a huge mistake uh, to do that rally. And, and at first, ladies and gentlemen, just to be clear, at first I said, hey, I'd like to go to the rally. Help me raise money. Let's go. Uh, and then nobody put in any money for the event. And I just said, hey, we're not going to go. And then as things started to unfold and I started to get more intel on the ground, I started to get more and more more uncomfortable and said, hey, this is probably something that I'm not going to go to and something that I think that is probably not smart to go to, uh, et cetera. And, you know, sadly, that's kind of becoming the case. Uh, the uh, effort to peacefully assemble which is the First Amendment. It's a peaceful assembly. It's not to protest. 
And that's what people don't understand. I don't know why everybody says protesting is great and protesting is right. Protesting borders on violence by very nature. Peaceful assembly is a different discussion. And today we're not hoping for protests. We're hoping for peaceful assembly. We're hoping that we can assemble and work with our public officials. See, do you, do you see the difference, ladies and gentlemen? One has an idea that I'm against something and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push my being against it. The other one says, let's peacefully assemble. Let's break bread together. Let's peacefully talk. Let's work together. Let's have speeches. Let's try to gain understanding. Uh, let's try to understand before being understood kind of an idea. Um, it, it's how we go about it that a peaceful assembly relates to. And the Founding Fathers didn't say in the First Amendment you have a right to protest. Um, I'm not saying that you can't protest. I'm just saying peaceful assembly has a different connotation and focus, which we highly endorse, Sheriff. Yeah, we do. And, and you know, and I started all this with the opportunity that people can participate. And uh, I totally agree with that. This is an opportunity for people to be a part of this. You might not be able to be in Battle Mountain today in person, but to make a donation to those of us who have taken the time and effort to be here, uh, we've had to uh, rent a vehicle. We had to haul some boxes and uh, a lot of items over here. Um, well, I already gave all the nice CSPOA dress shirts uh, to Bert Ramos, the county manager, so he's going to give them to each of the county um, commissioners, the county attorney, the county sheriff, and then one for himself. He, uh, he loved it. What a gracious and nice wife he has. Uh, she was there uh, helping him. And uh, this, this Bert Ramos, he, this is a good man. This is a person who cares about liberty. He wants to make sure that the Constitution is enforced. You see, folks, this is this whole thing. If we stray away from our Constitution, America will die. The America that was based uh, in 1776 and, and henceforth since that time uh, is based on its Constitution. America cannot survive without its Constitution, and that's why I really honor Bert Ramos. Amen to that. And America can survive. I kind of quote from a Hank Williams Jr. song. Country boys can survive. America will survive with patriots like us and you that turn to Almighty God. Liberty Roundtable live in seconds. Have we realized the assault against our lives? our liberties, our faith. To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q, The Calm Before the Storm, by a friend of Mechagoria. The strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q, The Calm Before the Storm, available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. And I say to the right, to the left, to all the divides, to government, to the people, let's peacefully assemble. Let's do it today at Linquist Park, or no, Elkwist Park, sorry, Elkwist Park in Lander County, Nevada, in Battle Mountain, Nevada. At noon, it's free, an event going on. Please be there. Public speeches, great food, great people, outdoors, safe as all get out from the cocoa virus. Uh, just great stuff going on, and I want to just recommend to everybody to remain peaceful, be kind, be considerate, be understanding. You have a right to peacefully assemble. You don't have a right to protest or get all crazy at all, and so let's do that. Let's peacefully assemble and have a wonderful time. There's a lot going on, and I agree with you that Bert Ramos, uh, county manager for Lander County, a wonderful man doing a great job. And again, I want to be very clear. This is not about Republican, Democrat, left, right, white, black, race. And all those divide things are just jettisoned for this event. And really, for the whole David Robert Steele bus tour, we're jettisoning all divides and saying, let's come together and try to, well, understand. And then maybe in time we'll be understood. If we start with that kind of idea, uh, Sheriff, I think it'll, it'll just be the genius of America. Modern times, right? Yeah, I think that's a great way to put it. Thank you. So, yes, absolutely. And uh, this is a, a celebration of liberty, but it's also a coming together celebration and that all Americans are equal and uh, are equal under the law and have equal opportunity and that are to be heard equally, respected equally, and that we uh, come together and unite in unification uh, in our support of the principles of liberty as espoused and detailed in the Bill of Rights. Those 28 principles in those 10 amendments uh, are vital to our survival as a country and to our survival as individuals and to the survival of American liberty. And this push uh, to uh, support and and now become uh, part of a socialistic society or even communistic society, history just doesn't bear that out that this is a good idea. It it always fails. It's just like democracies. They always fail. Socialism always fails. It always turns uh, authoritative, uh, totalitarian, uh, and complete control and violence to make sure the people stay under control. We're already seeing the, the dangerous repercussions of Biden's policies, uh, food prices have gone up uh, n- near 10% in just the la- 
from the prices they were 10 years ago. I mean, one year ago, sorry. Uh, every every uh, facet of his uh, shutting down the oil industry is now creating such bio, uh, such not violence, such drastic uh, change in uh, oil prices. It's causing inflation. Uh, gasoline shortages are happening all throughout the east and south. Uh, this is just crazy. And yet he's being lauded, lauded as the best president uh, that we've had in a long time. And everybody knew this was going to happen. I told my kids at school, if Biden wins, you're going to see more taxes, more inflation, higher costs, food costs, oil costs, all of that. This is this is just so obvious because that's what he promised to do in his campaign. And um, it, it, I don't know. It, it uh, It's really scary to see this strong push for that in America and – I, I hope that we can just really get back to some basic fundamental principles that we can all agree on. And uh, the Bill of Rights has to be that. It, it has to be that. So uh, I'm hoping uh, in my remarks today that people will know, one, who I am, who the CSPOA is, what we are, and what we stand for, and that the message will uh, ring out across America. Let, let freedom ring and and uh, let liberty be proclaimed throughout all the land and and that is that is for everyone there can be no exemptions for liberty not the coronavirus not tradition not socialism not anything there can be no exemptions to liberty and and really that's that's where our message is today Amen to that. And, Sheriff, let's be very clear. Let it be the Bill of Rights. Let it be the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. Let it be parts of the Declaration of Independence where government derives its just power from the consent of the governed. Let it be about God, family, and country, and life, liberty, and property. Let it be about these fundamental principles. And you know what? Let it be about this idea that we, the people, have the authority. And as we come together, as we, the people, we can advocate for government which is necessary but it's proper role where power is intelligently intentionally divided checks and balances are the key here ladies and gentlemen so no one gains too much power we share power by our intentional divisions vertically horizontally they're called checks and balances let it be the constitution let it be the bill of rights let it be the ten commandments that is our guide so the bill of rights can chain down government the Constitution can chain down government, divide power, and protect us from government. But let us be self-governing individuals. Let us live according to the Ten Commandments of Almighty God. And if you say, I don't believe in your God, Sam, or I don't believe in God at all, that's fine. You can still agree that these ten guidelines for a civilized society have merit. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not covet. You know, thou shalt, okay. These things can give us guidance. And rather than having the 10 gazillion commandments of government, let's have the 10 commandments of God Almighty. And we are a Judeo-Christian nation, and we support liberty for those who don't believe as we do, even if you don't believe in God, even if you're an atheist or an agnostic or a deist or whatever you may be. You know what? That's fine. Uh, but these 10 guidelines for civilized society apply to all. And I think that we start with the 10 commandments. I think we start with the 10 amendments. To the Constitution. I think we start with the supreme law of the land. I think we start with, with genuine principles 
of respect and kindness to one another. And I think a self-governed people don't need a lot of masters. It's when we start to disobey the laws, when we start to riot and divide, that, you know, we do need more government. We do need more masters. Sad to say, but true. So really the power is within us, Sheriff. And that's what this coming together, Celebration of Liberty, bus tour, the CSPOA, this Liberty Roundtable live radio show, that's what this is all about, is being self-governed individuals uh, who don't need a lot of masters. Not because um, we're against needs, but because we fulfill those needs by our own behavior. Our thoughts and beliefs and actions all relate to a self-governed people. That's what de Tocqueville meant when he said the people are great, or America's great because the people are good. They were a self-governed people then. And as we've become less and less self-governed, we've lost this. But we can bring it back, Sheriff. We can, and we are. And I believe that um, this is going to be a very successful tour. I believe that this is going to be a very successful rally today. Uh, I believe that the tour is going to bring attention back to our Constitution that has not happened in our country in decades. And I believe that uh, it's going to resonate with the American people that freedom cannot be sacrificed for the crisis of the day and that the Constitution protects us from our own best intentions and that when we really apply this, people are going to see how this is the place we come together and that we actually do have unity and it is respecting each other's rights to be free, to be self-governed and to be left alone. Man, I pray for that. Imagine that, ladies and gentlemen, that has been really, um, we've, we've had to make a living for our families, etc. and there's no doubt about that. But really, that's been the self or lifelong work for Sheriff Richard Mack and myself uh, to promote these sacred principles. And so I say to the FBI, I say to the right, I say to the left, I say to everyone, wherever you are, from all sides, let's come together and have respect for one another. Let's have a civil dialogue. An America that talks is an America that can find ways forward regardless of our disagreements, regardless of opinions, uh, we can come together in meaningful ways. We can have respect for one another. And let it be uh, our kind, patient, long-suffering persuasion that helps people see the truth. And if we work at it long enough, hard enough, we pray hard, we work hard, we believe that we will come together in a, in a, in a way that, well, the founders did in our day in a way that can bring peace and happiness and stability. One of the biggest things we need to do is bring trust back. And I mean trust from government, between government and the people. We need people to trust their law enforcement or peace officers, as I like to call them. We need to be able to trust that they'll keep their oaths of office. We need to learn to trust government officials. Government officials need to behave properly so as to win that trust. We need to have respect for one another, but we need to behave in ways that'll win that respect. Respect is earned. Trust is earned. And these are things that we would hope to work on uh, every day of our lives. And we hope to set the example. If you want to learn more, if you want to get involved, if you want to donate, if you want to become a member, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. Bus tours. Buses wrapped covering the nation. Promoting us working together as peace officers, as police officers, as the American people who elected them to really get together and make a difference. It's all 
in our hands to make a difference and be involved. CSPOA.org is the website. Donate liberally today, will you please? It's the only time we believe in liberalism was it comes to donate. And just add zeros, you know? Put a, put a positive number and then just add zeros is what I'd recommend. Sheriff, final words yours. This um, two-hour special broadcast from Lander County, Nevada, sir. Well, this is such a historic time, Sam, that the CSPOA is involved in this rally today and that the county is becoming a member of the CSPOA. But I want to reiterate something here. CSPOA is not the important thing. The CSPOA is a means to an end. And the end that we're hoping to achieve is liberty for all Americans. We want the Constitution restored because we know that will restore liberty. We want it to be the supreme law of the land because then public officials have to keep their oath, enforce the Constitution, and put it first in the execution of every single job that we have today in government. We hope that all of this will bring some unity to our country, to Lander County, to Nevada, to our lives, and and to quote the Founding Fathers, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and sacred honor. All of this pledged to the holy cause of liberty, to our Constitution, and to the God who made that possible through our founding fathers. Sam, thank you so much for having me on today. Thank you for your work. And I look forward to spending today with you and your precious little daughter, Anna. We will have a great time over at that park today. Amen to that, ladies and gentlemen. We're about to go get breakfast, and we're looking forward to seeing you there. And on Monday and Tuesday and all next week, too, we'll be covering some of the uh, updates. I'll give you an update on all the details of how things unfolded, etc. Well, we got our good producers taking notes for me since I'm out on the road and, and stuff like that. We got a lot of wonderful things happening in this little sleepy town right now. It is historic, and we're grateful. And thank Almighty God for letting us be alive to celebrate life and liberty and be part of such wonderful proceedings that all point to we can come together for the sacred cause of liberty. For Sam Bushman and the good Sheriff Richard Mack, thank you. CSPOA.org, his website, my website, libertyroundtable.com, our nationally syndicated website for our, our radio network, lovingliberty.net. Spread the word, donate, share it with your friends. It's live and on demand free. And for Sam and the good Sheriff and everyone else involved, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic.